Fluent NYC presents the Be Fluent podcast, hosted by Marcia and Sina. Hi, and welcome back. Uh, this is episode five of the Be Fluent podcast. I'm your host, Masha. And I'm Sinan, and today we're presenting our interview with Amanda During, and we will be uh, finishing up part one of the Black Lives Matter theme for the podcast. Um, Masha, why don't you tell our listeners what they can expect for this episode? Um, it's a really great interview with Amanda, the first part of the interview, um, where we just kind of listen to Amanda and we talk about uh, Black Lives Matter and just her thoughts on what's been going on in the U.S. Um, so yeah, we've div- we've divided this interview into two parts because it's a little bit on the long side. Um, so. What we're going to do is cut this one off at the halfway mark, uh, around 15 minutes, and um, in the next episode, we'll come back with more vocabulary before the second part, Um, and then, again, we'll have the second part of the uh, interview with Amanda um, two episodes from now. Um, One thing that I'm going to do is you're going to hear this sound effect whenever one of the vocabulary words that we talked about in the last episode comes up and you'll hear it in the background so you'll know uh, to go back onto your uh, to your vocabulary list and maybe think about how the words being used that we previewed last episode Um, and I guess one more thing before we go to the interview Masha maybe say a word or two about what you put up on the website so if you go to BeFluentNYC.com slash BeFluentPodcast, um, there you'll see um, the episode four, Black Lives Matter, and there's the vocabulary list with um, sample sentences. But So yeah, that could be a great resource for anyone who wants to uh, review the words maybe before this, po- this interview or um, while they're listening to see the words that, that we talked about in the last episode. But so yeah, it's just another little resource for people who really want to, um, you know, take this vocab aspect very seriously. So Amanda, again, has uh, for a long time been a teacher with Be Fluent. She's taught kids and adults um, for, for a while with the school. Um, and yeah, she's uh, got a lot to say on the subject, so... Without further ado, I hand the mic over to Amanda and Masha. Hi, and welcome to today's topic. Today's topic is Black Lives Matter. Um, It's a topic that I feel like uh, is not trending anymore, and I think we need to be making sure that it stays current and that we keep talking about it. So we are super lucky today to have a super special guest, Amanda. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. (laughs) My first Um, podcast ever. Yay. (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, um, I wanna I wanna hear what you have to say about all that's going on. Mm, man, a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot. Where to even start? Um, <laughs> this is this is not new. Um, yeah. yeah, this is a, a four hundred year struggle mm-hmm. since the first black people uh, were brought to America as slaves. Um, throughout uh, the history of this country um, and the colonies prior to the the founding of the country, black people were not considered, they were considered less than, um, Mm. considered, you know, uh, two thirds of a human being at one point, they actually legalized it as, um, but beyond that, they, you know, they were property and, since that has essentially not changed much, um, uh, it's manifested and sort of um, been modified over over time. Um, and here we are now in the midst of um, uh, a new iteration of um, the struggle for for Black Lives Mattering. You know, so. Um, the the Black Lives Matter movement, um, you know the 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 name and the the hashtag of it only originated sort of uh, with the death the murder of Trayvon Martin and the um, the getting off getting away with it of um, Zimmerman and it you know kind of continued from there continued to grow from there um, and you know, uh, you know, these protests that are happening now, um, they're still happening as much as it's not visible anymore. Like, Mm. it it seems to not be trending, but there are definitely still people out in the streets. I have been out in the streets. um, uh, But it... um, I just meant, like, in, like, you know, social media. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Just, like, everyone was posting and everybody was kind of showing solidarity and now it's, like, kind of fading away, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that can definitely be blamed on, you know, media and Mm. and sort of, I mean, which, of course, can contributes to a lot of, a lot of these, you know, um, access to information and, you know, I mean, we could, we can go back through the whole history of, you know, Black people in the United States and see the um, the injustices and the oppression, and, um, the systemic ways that 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 has been um, sort of uh, perpetuated, mm-hmm. and um, so yeah, it started with slavery, and then after the Civil War, um, you know, it, it's it turned into Jim Crow, and and now we have the most recent. Um, uh, uh, iteration, the most recent sort of version in mass incarceration. Um, and so all, you know, all of this, you know, and, and let's think of all of the, you know, previous iterations of Black Lives Matter, you know, like we have the civil rights movement, we have, um, you know, the Black Power movement. Um, prior to that, we have the abolitionists, you know what I mean? We have uh, Sojourner Truth, we have, um, we have, Harriet Tubman, we have, you know, uh, Frederick Douglass, we have all of these people that were fighting, you know, at different points in history to, um, 
to humanize it's so insane to even have to say that but mm. to humanize black people um and it's so you know fortunately in this day and age you know you talk about like you know tr you know it, things were trending people were reposting I mean, a blessing of this age is, is that technology and social media has allowed for like the, um, the coming together of all of these um, movements and all of these, you know, grassroots sometimes, you know what I mean? Um, mm. Movements, everything from, you know, I mean, like, and if you think back in the last, you know, maybe 10 years of organizing, you know, when we start, you know, with the, uh, I don't know, like Occupy Wall Street, sort of like revealing uh, certain things about, you know, these systemic injustices. And then you have, you know, Standing Rock uh, mm. and, and sort of how that um, revealed other, you know, systemic oppressions and injustices. And, you know, now we have Defund the Police as, as the next iteration because, um, you know, the oppression of black and brown bodies, you know, native bodies has been at the hands of policing and the policing system in this country started um, as a runaway slave um, system. And mm. it's, it, you know, it, during Jim Crow there, you know, there were um, vagrancy laws, which basically just extended slavery because, you know, uh, uh, people would be picked up and and put to work on chain gangs. So basically, it was essentially free work, uh, free labor again, um, mm. for these these big, massive, you know, white plantation owners. And um, and it's crazy because then they were, you know, essentially paying <laughs> paying the state. Um, that was yeah. It, that was policing. It, it's just it's all. There are so many layers of um, legal oppression, you know, mm, mm. From redlining, you know, and sort of like um, denying people access to loans. Then, I mean, the entire, um, the New Deal <laughs> was passed because it like intentionally didn't really, like, uh, didn't really allow large portions of the population, like um, informal work and, and things like that to not be a part of it. And, and the people that generally have been in those positions have been people of color. Um, and yeah, so, you know, there's always been this anti-blackness, you know, and um, the constitution was not, you know, this country was not, was not created for, uh. Um, for black for all you know as much as as the declaration of independence claims um and you know I, I, again technology and social media and our smartphones and the ability to sort of um videotape things in the moment and then disseminate that information has really you know been instrumental in, in, in helping all of, you know, helping Black Lives Matter, helping all of these movements to, to come together and to, to really stay, um, stay grounded and stay empowered and stay, you know, um, because again, we have been here many times before and, you know, 
the the conversations and the speeches that you know are that send chills down my spine because they're so powerful and so moving have been spoken you know by other people at, at different points in history um so you know having said that though you know with with all of these movements coming together i think we are in a um i am hopeful you know i'm hopeful because um yeah i, I feel like there's just there had all there, there were always ways to sort of like keep people separated you know what i mean and keep people um people from recognizing the oppression that has um, really kind of uh, has impacted the majority of the country you know so uh, we're, we're sitting here talking or, or talking specifically about Black Lives Matter but um, there have been a lot of people <laughs> there have been a lot there's been so much oppression of so many groups you know um, with women LGBTQ um, immigrants it's uh the it's it's really insane when you think about it you know that we live and that it's 2020 and we're still struggling i mean public schools are more segregated than they were back when thurgood marshall um finally won uh brown versus board of ed and i mean it's it's really shameful um it's really shameful that uh, that we're still here, that we're still like fighting these same fights that, you know, so we have this, uh, the, these intersectional crises happening right now that are obviously making it all even more, um, more clear to everybody. And, you know, I mean, it's, the entire world is is up in arms and is out protesting and you know um yeah that's that's what i felt i felt like you know yes like i feel like we we do like come back to this right and and i think people recognize but it seemed like this was more on like a global scale you know that it reached so many people and and um yeah you know through social media you see people all over the world protesting and posting and kind of saying things, um, which I, I feel like was kind of maybe one of the first times that it reached so far. I agree. I agree. And that awareness, you know, and, and, and also here in the U S I think, I think people, um, maybe started to take it more seriously, you know, mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so, some people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you make a very good point with that. You know, obviously, the, uh, you know, the white supremacist system that, you know, created this country yeah. um, does not want this system to change, you know, and this system has been working. And, you know, at each point that, you know, there's been some sort of like shakeup. So the Civil War, there's Reconstruction, and, and Reconstruction was actually working. There were like over 2,000, you know, black representatives, you know, um, and as soon as, you know, and 125,000 registered voters in Mississippi. But as soon as the truth left, you know, there were 5,000 registered black voters. And yeah, I mean, you know, like so many at every, at every, at every point that 
progress has been made. The system has found ways to sort of like um, ingest it and and use it for its own purposes, you know. Um, and you can even, you know, I mean, you can you can see how you know companies. I mean, I'm 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 grateful to see that there are companies that are you know vocally standing up, but at the same time, you know, as in the past, that can easily just be in in talk, you know, and has yeah. been in talk for many, you know. I have a friend that was working at a, a company and uh, the the um, the owner of the company was a, a huge contributor to um, Trump's campaign and only, you know, with all of these protests and, and people really sort of like enraged and it's a righteous rage, um, did he, um, did he come out and say something? And it wasn't even, you know, like, it's just, it's, it's opportunistic, you know, and it's, and, and it speaks to, you know, this, these, these white supremacists not wanting to let go of their power and not wanting to let go of their, um, their privilege and all the people that, um, are just waking up to it or, or pretending to just wake up to it. Um, I think they, you know, they're, they're fearful as well of, you know, losing what they have and, um, and, you know, it's, it's crazy. So, you know, here we have COVID and it's, it's definitely damaged. It's definitely showing all of the, um, you know, this country, it doesn't, um, it's like failed us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It failed to meet the needs of the vast majority yeah. of, of Americans. You know what I mean? You know, claiming that it's too expensive, you know, but then spending hundreds of millions of dollars on, on building prisons and, you know, on, you know, building up the military and, and you know, um, all of, meanwhile, we can't um, guarantee housing, we can't guarantee food, we can't guarantee health care, we can't guarantee protective matter, PPE, you know, <laughs> during a pandemic. Um, so I think... All of this is making more people aware, you know. Um, the, I don't know if you, the Poor People's Campaign um, had, I mean, it's really back, Martin Luther King was a part of the Poor People's Campaign back in, you know, the 1960s, like 1967, 1968. And, um, you know, then he was assassinated. And what the potential for, for that, bringing together of poor people of every color of every you know and there's power in numbers that you know it it was um it's been reborn you know what i mean this yeah. campaign and it's and it's you know it's, i think there's that we we hope i hope we're at this tipping point that um um where where we can really see um systemic change, you know, for, for everyone. Um, um, I don't, yeah, I mean. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was, that was excellent. Um, sorry for interrupting, uh, for those of you who are on the edge of your seats perhaps. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we will definitely be back with more uh, from Amanda During and um, 
yeah, first, of course, we will prepare you for the second part of the interview with a little bit more vocabulary, so you'll be ready to, to listen to the, the next stage of this interview. We really hope you enjoyed this interview, of course. Uh, Masha, do you want to say any parting words to our listeners? Um, I just hope you guys enjoyed it and learned something um, and that you come back for part two um, of the interview. Um, follow us at uh, BeFluentNYC on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Check us out on our website, BeFluentNYC.com. Definitely yeah. also check out our podcast Twitter account at BeFluentPodcast. I will try to get more active on there and link you to more content. Um, and yeah, besides that, you can say see you folks next time. And yeah, we can't wait to prepare you for uh, the next part of the interview with more vocabulary. See you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you liked this episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.